Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Woodstock, Georgia, it's time for Cherokee Business Radio. Now, here's your host. Welcome to Cherokee Business Radio. Stone Payton here with you this morning. And today's episode is brought to you in part by Alma Coffee. Sustainably grown, veteran-owned, and direct trade, which means, of course, from seed to cup, there are no middlemen. Please go check them out at myalmacoffee.com and go visit their roastery cafe at 3448 Holly Springs Parkway in Canton. Ask for Leticia or Harry and tell them that Stone sent you. You guys are in, a, in for a real treat this morning. Please join me in welcoming to the broadcast owner of Good Faith Health Insurance, Miss Brianna Johnson. Good morning. Good morning, y'all. It is a delight to have you in the studio. I've been looking forward to this for some time now. Uh, you and I actually, speaking of coffee, didn't we meet over Alma Coffee on the way into sort of a, a networky type we, thing a couple of weeks ago? We did. We were in line to order coffee, I believe. Yeah. And, uh, and I've, of course, being salespeople, we're like, here's my card. Here's my card. Let's talk. So the shy and bashful Brianna said oh, to yeah. Hella. And I had my daughter Kelly with me that morning, which was fun to, to, to bring her to, to that mm-hmm. environment. So mm-hmm. uh, if you would, give us a little bit of a primer overview, mission, purpose. What, what are you out there trying to do for folks? Well, um, that's a very, there's so many answers to that question. Um, so essentially what I started doing with this business was helping people. Um, I had a huge chunk of clients in Atlanta who were all self-employed, small business owners. They were all kind of in the same boat. Their businesses are growing. They're trying to figure out what do we do? And then I had a young lady that came to see me who was at the time 27 years old. And she told me, I'm going to die before I'm 30 because my medication is so expensive And there wasn't anyone who had been able to help her up to that point. I'd called about 10 different health insurance agents um, because I wasn't even in healthcare at the time. And um, after you're trying to help this lady and Mm -hmm. you're not even in the business at this point. Correct. At that point, I was in life and disability, and my specialty was pre existing conditions. And um, I called about 10 agents, and about two called me back. And the two that called, Mm We're just trying to sell me something. So um, I kind of took the bull by the horns, as we like to say, and uh, was able to find a program that she qualified for. And that medication was $45 on the program. And um, long story short, she's thriving. Her disease has been in remission for two years. She has two beautiful little boys um, and she actually lives right in Marietta. So it's, it's the ending to what could have been a very tragic story. So, so your client base, your business, is it mostly regional, pretty local centers around here, Cobb, Cherokee, Atlanta kind of thing? Yes and no. I've actually done a lot of consulting with businesses outside of this area. Um, I'm actually the number one agent in the Southeast with my main carrier. Wow. Um, Congratulations. Yeah. So, you know, working out of Florida, Nashville, Alabama, um, you know, and kind of interesting because I actually had a business meeting with a franchise out of Texas this last week, simply because they couldn't find a good health agent that was also a broker who worked with multiple companies. They couldn't find someone who, you know, was wanting to, was looking at their best interests. Um, and they got my number from 
a guy that I had coffee with, you know, right. uh, here in Atlanta. And they, we talked for about an hour and come to find out that the agent that had put up their plan didn't even take pre-existing into consideration. So they had no mm. hospitalization and no surgical coverage on their current plan for any of their pre-existing issues, including high blood pressure, which is very minimal. Right. Um, Anybody who drinks beer like I do and uh, <laughs> and, 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 and smoked pork butt like I had this weekend, we all have a little challenge in the high yes. blood pressure arena. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, and of course, 2020, right? That had nothing to do with the, right. the high blood pressure with the commonwealth that we're seeing. <laughs> people are stressed. People are anxious, um, you know, and that's not helping. So it's it was a really eye-opening meeting, I think, for them as well, because they didn't realize that what they were doing on their health insurance, they could actually write off their health care from their business. And that's something a lot of health insurance agents struggle with, I think, um, just doing the educational part. Because um, business owners, I mean, they're everywhere now. We're, we got people that are going from corporate to, I want to do my own thing. And the one thing that's stopping them is their health insurance cost. Wow. Um, I hadn't thought about it. So, uh, so, okay, it's my show, so let's talk about me for a minute. Oh, yes, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, here, no, but here's the reason why. Uh, my wife has a real job, very mm-hmm. accomplished consultant in the mm-hmm. IBM system, makes mm-hmm. comfortable living. We mm-hmm. have what I feels like really good insurance, yeah. you know, uh, based on a, a few things that's, that's happened over, over the years. So uh, when it comes time for Holly to hang up her cleats, you know, and if I want her to come hang out with mm-hmm. me here in the studio – that's going to be a major consider. We're going to have to do some yep. juggling, or, and it's not a world. And, and Holly's very bright, but I don't. It's not a world she and I know how to navigate, right. right? Right. So the first place I would start is spending thirty minutes just teaching the two of you about the type of health insurances that are out there, and you, uh-huh. you essentially have. I mean, there's four. You've got government ACA approved health insurance, which can either be done corporately through the business, or you can actually go on the marketplace. You've got share plans, which I'm one of those unicorn-like health agents that's not anti-share plan. There's just certain share plan companies that I do stay away from, Mm -hmm. certain ones, the ones that don't require licensing, for example. Um, And then you've also got indemnity plans, individual indemnity plans that are done through private companies. Again, there are certain ones I stay away Mm -hmm. from simply because certain, I'm not naming any names, but certain companies have very small limitations. For example, if you get cancer, oh, this plan only pays a hundred thousand dollars a year. That's mm-hmm. nothing if you get cancer. Oh, I bet that tab must add up. We've been very blessed, and yes. it hasn't hit us directly. But that tab yes. must add up in mm-hmm. our hurry. Yeah, but so there's certain companies that are really good at that, and certain companies that are really bad at that. Um, and then you've got the fourth option, which is short-term plans, which a lot of agents I'm seeing these days are being trained by these corporate companies to sell these year-by-year plans. But they're not really giving you full information about pre-existing conditions. So, for example, uh-huh. I have a client. Um, he was He's an older gentleman and self-employed, makes good money. They were probably spending $1,200 a month for their health insurance. Ouch. Yeah. And it's the older <laughs> you get. So, he, um, he had surgery last year. And that policy that he had was a short-term policy and did not cover anything pre-existing. Oh, so wow. that surgery was considered pre-existing. He ended up paying 22000 I think it was, 
for that surgery. And he's still paying his premium for his health insurance on top of it. And so, even if you make a comfortable living, that takes a bite out of yep. it. Because that's also all the money that 20000 would have earned. Yeah. If, if that's yeah. how you have your life working. Yeah. Right? So I kind of, you know, for what I do, I basically explain to my clients that there is such a thing as pre-existing conditions with most plans. If you want a plan that, hey, you're not going to have a deductible, you're not going to have this, you're not going to have that. Well, those mm-hmm. do exist, but you're going to spend thousands and thousands of dollars a month for it. I mean, it's you don't get something for nothing. And I tell people all the time, how long or how much time did you spend researching your car? Right. How much time did you spend researching your health insurance? So for me, it's the golf cart, right? I, yeah. I just moved to town not too long ago. Oh, yeah? It's a, one of the things that really, I, I, we, I live nine-tenths of a mile from where we're sitting, mm-hmm. and I have for about a month now. And so my next capital expenditure is a golf cart. So I've spent tons of time <laughs> looking at all the different options yep. and the lift kits and the yep. colors. You know, I'm thinking about putting mm-hmm. Business Radio X logo on there. But you're right. It, it, I don't guess it, it wouldn't naturally occur to me to invest that level of, of energy and effort in researching healthcare. It's overwhelming too. I mean, you can, there's a, there's a dozen health agents you can get online, you can go on Facebook, what have you. And you it's know, Hey, I want quotes. You'll get 50 quotes within 10 minutes Wow! and you have no idea what you're looking at. So yeah. You're, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, been I've been there. Yeah. <laughs> I've been there. Okay. So you're no stranger. Our, 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 we're going to do a whole segment with our next guest, uh, Jared Adams with, with Mesmerized Media, but uh, it sounds like, I mean, you're nodding your head a lot during this conversation. You, you've <laughs> at least been on the periphery of some mm-hmm. of what she's talking about. Yeah, absolutely. We had, um, you know, I, I went to the corporate route for a little while, a couple of years ago. And a big reason I did that was for the benefits, for the insurance. And then sure. Um, yep. Being laid off last year, my wife, similar to you, has a good job with a good insurance, really good insurance for her. Uh, not great for the family. So yep. you know, once once the the layoff happened, it's like, oh, well, that's a whole nother a whole nother thing I got to worry about. And yeah. I did the exact same thing. You go to yeah. go to the websites, and it's like, oh, look, I have no idea what any of this means, but it's all expensive. Yeah. And <laughs> do you know why it costs more for you and your children? I do not. Here's why: these corporate companies they can get something called a tax credit. In order to get that tax credit, they have to pay 50% of the premium for each employee, not the employees and their families. Right. So they're paying a percentage of your spouse's insurance, but they're not paying any percentage of for the family. Right. And that's why, and this is something I deal with a lot with families and small business owners is, you know what, these corporate plans, that's the best case scenario. Somebody who works for a large company, you have a really good insurance policy with them, um, you know, it's relatively inexpensive or if you're on TRICARE, those are fantastic situations for people. And I, I mean, I'll sit down with someone, I'm like, yeah, I can do nothing for you, which is good. Right. Um, I've even had, uh, ex, you know, veterans come to me and say, Hey, I got this other agent who's trying to sell me a policy and telling me that TRICARE is garbage or VA is garbage. I'm like, well, mm-hmm. you know, it just depends, <laughs> you know, we can talk about that. <laughs> but, um, but the majority of the time it's like, oh yeah, they're $50 less and the quality of the product is just trash. It's mm-hmm. terrible. So um, part of what I do is basically sitting down with families and saying, hey, this is a good situation for you. This is a bad situation for you. You know, right. this were me. This is what I would do. I try not to lead the witness, obviously. But at the same time, they need someone who can expertly tell them if they're in a good situation, if they're getting a good deal. Um, so I have no problem looking at someone and saying, hey, yeah, this is good. Don't move. You know, don't change anything. If you want to change something, maybe tweak it here. But that's about it. And when you tell me that, 
on at a certain time, mm-hmm. I, there's a there's a level of trust that's built there that as my situation changes, if it changes, I yeah. I want to talk to Brianna. I trust her. She told me the truth at the at the moment. I'm sure that's come back to serve you ten times over. It has, and it's it's really funny because I started this company not because everybody I talked to told me you should not go into healthcare. Like everybody told me, huh. financial advisors told me, other health agents told me. That they that do not get into it. There's no business. There's no money in it. Huh. And those were the old school people who were around when the you could get a healthcare plan for eighty bucks and have a you know five hundred dollar deductible. You know. Right. And what I realized hmm. really quickly was that there was a serious lack of knowledge for health health people looking for healthcare or health mm-hmm. insurance. So when I started this company, the mentality was to help people because I had cases like that young lady, and she was kind of the start of everything. Right. And from then on, I mean, all my clients were coming to me for the same issue. All my life and disability clients were like, Hey, I need health insurance. What do I do? Um, who, you know, and at that point there wasn't anybody I knew that really specialized in individuals and small businesses. Everything was, Oh, I've got this guy. And he says, I have to have like 40 employees. Well, the reason for that is because that guy only focuses on group, large group, and he makes $25 a head. Ah. So if you've got two people, (laughs) He's making 50 bucks on a whole day's worth of work. So why right. would he spend any time with you? That's why you call the 1-800 numbers on the marketplace and you get someone who gets paid per hour. They're not really right. vested in putting you in the best situation. So, so your, um, your specialty, your um, your niche, if you will, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's me and Jared, right? Like small, yeah. small yeah. business people. And I mean, Jared and I are at different phases of life. Jared could tuck his shirt in if he wanted to. I could not. <laughs> Jared has plenty of beautiful dark hair <laughs> and mine is white. But there are, some, you know, we do have some of the same kinds of things going on in our world, right? We're running small businesses. If, um, even though Holly has carried the lion's share of things lately, mm-hmm. <laughs> getting, mm-hmm. uh, as I've opened this studio w- with uh, me really getting um, hurt and sick, to, I mean, it could have a really f- uh, significant financial impact on us. I suspect the same is true absolutely. for you, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we're in your wheelhouse. This is who you serve, the Jareds and the Stones yeah. of the world, right? Yeah, I serve, well, individuals up to about 100 employees. Okay. And when I get companies that are growing to that extent, to that level, then I'm like, okay, well, I've got other people that I'm on a team with. You know, I'll bring in other people right. to help me with larger cases. And being able to say that, I can't handle this large a case on my own right. is important because a lot uh, of people, I mean, we, we've all been there. We've all seen it. We all network. We're all in sales. We see those people that want to do everything and they're not doing it at a hundred percent accurate, you know, right. being, being accurate with it. Um, and I'm sure Jared, you see that all the time in your industry. Um, yeah, we'll take everybody. And I'm like, no, I I won't take everybody. I'll take the right people. Um, So, you know, people vet me the same way that I would vet them. And with health insurance, it's just a totally different ballgame. I mean, I've had every meeting is different. And this last week, um, so COVID, of course, saw, you know, an influx of babies, right? I see. Well, so, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, that's something people didn't really think about. But a lot of these families did not have health insurance. And they're oh like, my. oh, suddenly we're pregnant. You know? I'm like, oh, you should have gotten some cable or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So um, it's, it's funny, though, because in this one particular situation, this happened two weeks ago. 
lovely couple, sat down with them, knew the situation was they were pregnant and they needed insurance and I was helping them set something up. And <laughs> is that a pre-existing condition being pregnant? Being I well, pregnant, makes sense maternity. to me. And even I can ID that one. <laughs> yes. And what's interesting is I've even had clients who have opted out of government insurance with to have no maternity coverage because the deductibles are so high uh, and the yeah. cost is so high. Mm. Um, and those clients mm. end up just going to Emory and spending five grand to have the baby. If you just pay cash, that's, that's typically what it costs here wow. to have a baby, right. which is lower than a lot of deductibles. Yeah. Um, but in this particular case, young couple, I mean, I'm sitting across from them and this mother, just lovely people. They've been stressed obviously. And I was able to build a plan that worked really well for them, worked for their budget, you know, if everything goes according to plan, they won't owe anything, right? When does anything go according to plan? But anyway, sure. so as I'm mm. sitting there, the husband slides these bills across the table at me, and it was about fifteen to twenty thousand dollars. And I said, "What happened?" And he goes, "Well, earlier this year, somebody hit me with their car and just took off." So he mm. goes to the ER. And they charged him fifteen to twenty thousand dollars to make sure that he wasn't bleeding internally. Uh, yeah, and yeah. he was fine, but <laughs> not so much. Now he's like, Man, I wish I hadn't gone in and and so I basically right. coached them on what to do and this is what this is how you deal wow. with the insurance. They were able to get about eighty five percent knocked off within ten minutes of talking to the hospital. So for me, I do try very, very, very hard to coach my clients on I'm not about cheating the system. I'm about beating the system. And it's not a question of if you're going to have a problem with your health insurance. It is not a question of that. It's a question of when. And when you have a problem, who are you going to call? Not Bill Murray. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it can be so intimidating because you get the paperwork that says Mm -hmm. this is not a bill. Yes. (laughs) Which is cue for me to throw it over in that stack. (laughs) Yes. Right. And trying to wade through all that stuff. Now, uh, long term care is that in your lane or do you kind of connect them with other people or oh that long-term care is fun um so basically long-term care is one of those things where we say Hmm. long-term care but what do we really mean older people from older generations very like look at long-term care as a policy that's strictly what it is if i as a millennial go get long-term care insurance i'm actually paying a lot of money for that like it's very expensive, and Jared's okay. over here nodding. Um, <laughs> it gets very expensive. So for a lot of my clients, I'll tell them, like, look, I don't specialize in long-term care. I worked in that industry for a long time. Okay. The average stay uh, for long-term for nurse, nursing home care, right, mm-hmm. for women is six years. For men, it's one year. Wow. So it's kind of a misnomer right out of the box calling yeah. it long-term care, isn't it? Yeah. So, and the reason I think for that is because a lot of women end up taking care of their husbands. I right, think, right. I think personally, but I haven't researched that. So um, what I tell my clients is if you're in your 30s, look at, you know, a different type of policy. Don't necessarily look at a long-term care. Look at whole life. Look at IUL. But talk to your financial advisor because your financial advisor is the one who is protecting you in your retiring years. Um, And if your financial advisor does not ever bring up long-term care, you might want to talk to a different financial advisor. I mean, it's it's important that... that should be on your radar. It should be something that you look into and consider. And it shouldn't be on your radar when you're 50. It needs to be on your radar when you're 20 and 30. Like, uh, it's that important. Because it's so much more expensive when you... Yes. It becomes more expensive as you age, but it's also... um, 
you know, part of your retirement plan and who's right. handling your retirement plan, hopefully your financial advisor. Right. And, you know, that's one of those areas that, I mean, I'm, I'm from a family of 11. I have 10 siblings. Um, my parents been married for almost 40 years. Oh, wow. Same mom and dad. Everyone thinks split, you know, <laughs> Catholic. We're not Catholic. We're not Mormon. I got to answer all of them. Not Catholic, not Mormon, no twins, no triplets. Didn't have cable. Yeah. Didn't have cable. Yeah. That's Twitter. right. <laughs> mom says, uh, you know, they think they figured it out though. They quit washing their clothes together. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, growing up in that large family, my dad always joked about us being his long-term care plan. Uh-huh. I said, yeah, dad, we'll just, you know, each of us will watch you for six months and then we won't see you, you for five years. It'll be great. <laughs> so, um, no, I, I do tell my family though that, and my clients that if you're planning on a long-term care plan or anything like that, just make it so that if a relative does have to take care of you, that you mm-hmm. can at least pay them to take care of you because we all have our own lives. Right. They right. have their own lives. They've already raised something. And you don't want to be a financial burden on Correct. your kids or, yeah. or, yeah. or anything like that. Yeah. So uh, what what's next for you and uh, how can we help? Well, I mean, for me, my company is continuing to grow. We've actually started um, recruitment. We're, we're basically looking for um, ways to help people and... It's, it's interesting because we grew so much faster than I ever thought possible. I mean, I started this business to help people. Within the first year, I was actually one of the top 10 agents in the country with my main carrier. And last year, I was the number four agent in the country with my main carrier. And it's just interesting because, I don't know, it's, it's kind of like, how can we help you? And it's like, well, I mean... We're growing. We, we, we. So you're recruiting though. We are recruiting. You're looking for more talent to help you do your thing. I'm looking for more people who, who have the right mentality of helping people because there's lots of recruits that want to make money and you know, yeah, we're all in the business of making money, but when the intention is to help people versus just making that almighty dollar, Mm -hmm. the mentality changes and your business thrives as a result of that. And for us, I mean, if you have a family member, if you have, if you're in that position where you are trying to figure out if you want to start your own company, if you don't know what steps to take, um, and the health insurance is what's getting in the way of it, yeah, give us a call because that's something that we we do free consults. We don't charge fees to sit down okay. with people and actually educate them and give them a review. Um, I've actually done seminars. I've done uh, trainings. I do a lot of Medicare as well. So when I have someone who's getting into their, they're still working. I have clients who are over 65. They're still working and right. they're trying to figure out Medicare and that's a whole nother ball game. So um, for us, it really is about if you are just having issues with the healthcare system, if you are the kind of person that values the time it takes to learn this industry, mm-hmm. um, give us a call. That's kind of, that's where we start. All right. Well, let's do, let's make sure that we leave our listeners with some points of contact. Uh, Yeah. The phone number, email, website, LinkedIn, whatever you feel like is appropriate if they would like to reach out and have a conversation with you or or someone on your team. Yeah. So the website is goodfaithhealthinsurance.com. And um, you can actually just reach me on my cell phone. I do not have a work phone and I do that deliberately because I tried that route and (laughs) being on the road and everything else, just constantly going from meeting to meeting. I didn't want to miss important calls. Um, So my cell phone is 770-289-9231. And that's where we start. 
Well, it has been an absolute delight having Same you in here. the studio and, and, and sharing this information. And uh, I I was expecting to um, be um, intimidated and scared even beyond <laughs> what I already am with regard to healthcare. But I'm feeling a little bit more comfortable, not because I'm feeling that much more knowledgeable at this point, although I am feeling a little more knowledgeable, <laughs> but I feel like it doesn't matter. I can w- walk down to the Reformation for the Woodstock Business Club yeah. uh, powwow and say, Brianna, can we chat after the meeting? Yeah. <laughs> or I can yeah. call Brianna. And so at least I've got, you know, I, I've got a place I can go yep. to, to learn more. Absolutely. This has uh, been great. And with your permission, maybe we'll check in periodically. Yes, please. Yeah. Love it. That would be, that would be neat. You can be our, uh, our, uh, our uh, health care guru correspondent you know, yeah, or beat that's reporter a different one, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> hey how about hanging out with us while we visit with our next guest i would love it all right yeah. next up on cherokee business radio we have with us owner with uh, mesmerized media and really a co-owner right you got a partner in crime is that true correct although if he's listening he's still my employee <laughs> there you go <laughs> but owner with mesmerized media mr jared Adams, good morning, sir. Good morning to you. Thanks for having me. It's a it's been a fun experience already. So yeah, did did you, uh, what you learn in that last segment? Uh, that I need to call Brianna probably right after the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, honestly, I've I've listened to Brianna talk. I've known about a month, I don't know, a month or two now. Uh, met her at the Ackworth Business Association actually, and um, she's always knowledgeable, bringing really good facts and all that stuff to all the meetings that we see her at. So. Uh, it's uh, always enjoyable to hear someone that really knows what they're talking about and, uh, <laughs> and is passionate about it, which is which is great. Well, it's sure fun to me uh, to have both of you sort of come into my circle. And I've certainly enjoyed already living and working and playing in, in Woodstock. And I think there's more great things to come. So Mesmerized Media, you got on my radar because I was going to go to this Million Cups mm-hmm. presentation that you were doing, and I wasn't able to make it, but I really wanted to connect with you. So it's, it's been a few weeks in the, in the making, and now we're finally getting a chance to sit down and visit. Uh, but please do share with us an uh, uh, overview, mission, purpose, that what you're doing. Yeah, so Mesmerized Media, um, I've been in the video and film industry for, ugh, what year is this? About 17 years now, and... Um, Done everything from uh, mom and pop businesses, little commercials, all the way up to feature films. Um, <clears throat> company I was at uh, before, uh, we actually shot one of Burt Reynolds' last films um, a few years ago, and um, you know, it's just been a. I've always loved it. I've always wanted to be in this industry. I want to tell stories, and I want to help people tell stories. Mm. And uh, did a like I mentioned, I did a small corporate stint for a couple of years, and uh, about a, almost exactly a year ago, me and my business partner uh, were laid off from that. In that company you do COVID and new leadership, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I fought corporate for so long because I know there's just so many things I didn't want to do in the corporate world. And I want, mm-hmm. I think I could do better mm-hmm. on my own. So I said, well, here you go. Here's your, here's, here's your shot. Here's Be my careful chance. what I, you yeah, ask yeah, for, right, right Brian? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, I thought I would make that decision on my own someday, but uh, someone else kind of made it for us. And, and Tim, you know, Tim and I just sat down and we say, what do we really want to do? And, We've actually owned a DJ company for a little over a decade now, too. We DJ weddings and corporate oh, events cool. and things like it's that. And, and it's funny because we always, we're, we're kind of known as, you know, that's, oh, that's Tim and Jerry. That's those guys. You know, we're, we're fun. <laughs> we try to be fun. We try to be entertaining best we can, even when we shouldn't be, you know. And mm-hmm. um, we thought, you know what, let's just combine all of that. And how can we help our community? Because, you know, he's been yeah. in Woodstock for, I don't even know how long. I've been here for 10, 15 years or so now. And 
we just love the community. So our, yeah. our, our ultimate goal is to help other small businesses tell their stories. And the last company I was at, you know, our camera alone was like a $50,000 camera. Wow. And we had a, you know, 15, oh we had a 15,000 square foot studio. It was awesome. We we're doing stuff for Home Depot. We we're doing feature films. That microphone you're on costs $99. I know it did. Just, I've, just got, <laughs> I've, got, I've got a few. <laughs> I've, I've got a few. And uh, so, and I tell you that because, you know, if someone called and said, hey, I'm, you know, I'm Brianna, I'm a small mm-hmm. business and I've got, you know, a thousand bucks. Can you do something for us? And we'd say, no, we can't because we can't do anything for less than five, 10, 15 grand. Yeah. Because right. we had to support that overhead. And that's a great business model. I know a bunch of people still in it and it's working for them. But I, I want to be the said the guy to say, yeah, we can help you out. Come on. I want to help you grow your business because you're local mm, in our community. Yeah. You know, like you talked about, you know, you want to help people. And that's yes. what we want to do. And not to say I'm going to turn down those $15,000 videos. And I've got the uh, the experience and the and the knowledge and know how to, to do them and pull them off. And I've still got the team involved that can do that. But our ultimate goal is to do that. We're here for the community. We want, we want, we want to help small businesses grow, whether that's through social media content, uh, branding, short videos, uh, photography. We do a lot of um, uh, kids' photography, sports photography, things like that. So basically we have cameras, and we like to use them and tell stories. <laughs> so you came home and you told Honey Bunch, um, hey, you know, <laughs> it's been a good ride, <laughs> but I'm going to do this thing <laughs> on my own. What was that yeah, like? Well, the funnier story, and it's, not, it's funny now. <laughs> yeah, what's funny? So... So the last company I was at with the in the video company, I'd been there for about 12 years. And it was always, we weren't just never quite there, you know, and like yeah. it was always, hey, this maybe this will be the year. And I've probably hung out, you know, five, six years, a little bit too long, mm-hmm. you know, just because I'm, I'm a loyal guy. You know, I, yeah. I kept believing all the stuff. And um, when I got my corporate job, my wife, she's probably going to get me. She's listening now. She's going to be mad at me <laughs> telling this. But uh, um, when I got the corporate job, she says, oh, my God, I'm so excited. You finally have a future. And oh, she, wow. she meant it. Wow. She didn't mean it. She she meant it in the she nicest possible yeah. way. She was excited and all that yeah. stuff. But it's like it's kind of a, kind of a dig. So then, of course, you know, three years later, when I call her and said, "Just so you know, I just got laid off. I'm going to have to go get a new phone." Then that was like. So she's had the whole afternoon to think. Oh my god! Now he doesn't have a future. So, um, <laughs> so but no, obviously that's a bit of a, a funny way to tell that story. But yeah, so you know, we, I sat down and thought. You know, do I get my resume ready? I went through mm-hmm. I, I did yeah, I went yeah. through a couple of resume courses and you know, I got a really pretty nice resume for what what I was trying to do, but that was really in the event side of the world and to you know, work for someone else. Yeah, management and events <laughs> and it's like, well, right that second in June of twenty twenty to go get a high paying job in the event world, that didn't exist. Right. <laughs> so yeah, sure. do I hold out? Do I wait? And and that's when uh, I was like, you know, we're just gonna do it because uh, the stories I always hear from people are, you know, something tragic happens in their life. They said, man, I was doing this. And then yeah. someone, my, my brother passed away and I realized life's too short to do something I want to go do. So I went and did it. And I was like, well, right. why do I have to wait for, for, something, a, tra- for something tragic <laughs> to happen to realize I want to do something for myself? Mm-hmm. So I said, I'm going to give it at least a year, you know, a couple of years and, 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 and make it happen. And, you know, we're, we're growing really good. We're doing a lot of good stuff already and got a lot of momentum going. So we're, uh, we're excited. And so far she's, uh, hasn't made me go get a real job yet. As you well, mentioned earlier, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so we'll, so how uh, does the whole, um, and, and this may be an evolving answer, but mm-hmm. I am always curious, how does the whole sales and marketing thing work for, for a, a company like yours? Like how do you get to have conversations about potential new business? So we've been doing a lot of the networking around this. How we met Brianna, uh, yep. Brianna, sorry. And, um, 
Uh, it's all right, Steve. <laughs> I was closer than that. So, um, you know, we've played a few different games. We, you know, do some Facebook ads and social media and things mm-hmm. like that. But realistically, like I said, with our goal being helping other local businesses, we've really tried to play that networking game. We, you know, we're in a, a right. B&I group. We're in, we do the Woodstock Business Club, the Canton Business Club, um, and every, you know, we're, we're at my corporate job, I, I got to work with the Cherokee Office of Economic Development quite a bit. So I've oh, got cool. some I've got some good relationships there, um, <clears throat> especially in the film world. Molly Mercer, I'm not sure if you've known her known her yet. No, no. You need, you need to talk to Molly. She's great. Okay. Um, and everybody over there at the Office of Economic Development. So they've helped us. You know, we've actually done a lot of work for them, and they've helped us you know, introduce to a lot of people in the local community and and all that. So we're we're kind of in that. Do we do we land in Woodstock? Do we land in Canton? Do we land in you know we've got a few, because those are the two places that we're mostly in. But um, yes. right. Like you said, yeah, I know, right? Anyway, uh, <laughs> so Your new marketing consultant, Brianna, <laughs> says yes. Yeah, so, and we've met so many good people in these groups and everybody with similar missions in life of, you know, just doing doing good things right. for good people. And so that's the, our, our main marketing game, game right now is the, is networking and, you know, introducing ourselves to everybody that we can introduce ourselves to. And that's, you know, for the most part, people like us, at least to our face. I don't know what they say when we're, <laughs> when we're not there, but uh, we're, we've, we've generally made a pretty decent um, uh, name for ourselves as, oh, those guys are fun and they're, you know, and they're, and they're cool to work with. So. Well, and it's amazing, and it shouldn't be, but it is, that uh, to doing really good work is just a fabulous sales tool, isn't it? It is. <laughs> yeah. Right? It's like the sure. best sales tool out there. So walk me through it, if you would, uh, and I'd actually like to take a, a, snap, a, a snapshot of a couple of different scenarios. One scenario not representing me at all is the person, the business that knows exactly or thinks they know exactly what they want. Mm-hmm. So they reach out to you or they meet you and then kind of what that, the early stages of an engagement might look like there. Uh, but what I'm more interested in again, so that we can talk about me some more, because again, it is my show <laughs> that makes sense. for the guy that's got this kind of feeling like, Oh, you know, I hope these guys might be able to help us out kind of mm-hmm. thing, uh, either at the corporate level or at this one studio level. Um, what does that process look like? You have some sort of onboarding consultative kind mm-hmm. of, or yeah, talk about that a little bit. Yeah. So it's, it's a lot less scientific, I think, than you're probably looking for an answer for, but, um, for the, for the people that know what they want, that's sometimes I love that. And sometimes I don't because I'm like, yes. are you sure that's what you want? Because we can, you know, so we, we try our best to just have open, honest conversations. You know, if you come, if we have a meeting, yeah. we'll sit and talk and they say, I need a two minute video that says this, this, and this. It's like, okay, well let's find that. Even if, if you're just hell bent on that and you have to be that, let's find a way to make it the most creative and engaging as we can. Uh-huh. Because there's a difference in, you know, people getting on their phone and standing 10 feet away from the microphone and you can't hear it and it looks terrible. Everything's in focus. Sure. Mm-hmm. And so even, you know, I've seen it, I've done it plenty where someone says, here's our video that we shot last week. And then I go to the exact same video and it's 15 times better. And it, it's just, it's more engaging. It gets more likes. It gets more reactions just right. based on the quality of equipment we use and just, you know, 17 Production of, value yeah. is, is huge in your world, right? It is. It is yeah. a, it's, it's not small in my world, but mm-hmm. it's not nearly right. as big a deal, I don't think, in my world as it is in yours. Yeah, and it's why we bring, you know, we always, you know, I'm a drone, a certified drone pilot, so we... Oh, we, we, sweet! We, well, we, bring the, we bring the drone, we bring sliders, <laughs> we bring uh, dollies, we bring all the fancy equipment. Right. Just, I love how Stone's face just lit up. <laughs> With the like, drone thing. Yeah. Toys! Right? I <laughs> would crash it into the first... We could be on a hundred acres and I of, of pasture land and I would find a way to crash that drone but I'm so 
mesmerized with the whole concept of remote piloting something. You know, it's so funny that you say that because to me, and I, I know I'm a little bit, I'm too in, in that world, but mm-hmm. to this day, I, I always think drones are, you know, they've been around long enough now where people yes. are like, yeah, it's a drone. But I'll, every time I break it out, if I'm in a park, if I'm, I'm like, oh my God, it's a drone. And they freak out. And kids are running over and watching. I'm putting on a show. I'm like, I'm just trying to take pictures. People get out of my way. But um, yeah, people are still fascinated by it. And, and I love it. You know, I've flown small ones up to big ones, all that stuff. And um, the the getting your license part of it is trickier than it should be because there's ah. really there's really nothing about the actual flying of the drone in that test it's all about rules for flying around airports and airspace and ah. all the stuff that you're not even allowed to do with a drone even with your license so it's kind of a silly thing. they're anticipating but, um, people like me <laughs> going and getting yeah, drones right. that's what you're paying the price for people yeah, like me pretty, pretty much and i think they, they want to make you aware how hard it is to be a pilot Ah. So it's like, just so you know, this is all this, you know, this is a minimal what pilots have to know. So you got to know a little bit of it. That's kind of it. how it goes. Yeah. But so we do um, a lot of drone work. And like I said, if, if you know what you want, it's easier for us and we can, we can just come facilitate it and make it better than you think it should have been. Mm-hmm. And if you have no idea, that's where we lean on just, you know, creative, the creative process. We'll sit and chat and say, what's your end goal? Are you trying to just grow viewership? Are you trying to sell tickets to an event? Are you, know, what is it that you're really trying to do? And we just collaborate and, you know, uh, whiteboard it out and figure out what it is that uh, would make the best project. And whether it's a, you know, me and my drone or it's me and 30 of my best friends with all the, you know, $100,000 cameras and all that stuff or and somewhere <laughs> in between, you know. And uh, normally it lands somewhere lower than that. But uh, it's just a fun process. Like I said, we love telling stories, you know. And, and yeah. I just, you know, if I If I hear your story, I want to tell it to the world. So let's find the best way to do it. So one of the elements of your work, the way that you approach it, that I find particularly attractive, it's almost, for me, the technical competence is table stakes, and you you and your team clearly have that. But because you have to live it for yourself, I, I feel like you have some marketing chops, too, mm-hmm. some str- some strategic marketing so that you can help me think through the messaging and is this is this really what do you really want to be in a hot tub you know with, right. with a picture of a Learjet behind you or is that maybe not really going to get you what you want stuff yeah and it's funny you say that because i actually what's the demographic here right, right exactly uh, i actually do have a marketing degree from university of tulsa in oklahoma uh, okay i did not uh, know that yeah, but i'm not surprised I've, now that you mentioned yeah my mom's gonna be mad i didn't mention that first but uh <laughs> we got to it mom yeah, we came around to it you know obviously 20 years ago marketing is a you know, it's different, oh, yeah. totally different world, but there's sure. a lot of the concepts still apply. And, and that is one thing that has set us apart is, you know, there's a lot of people that can make a pretty video, mm. mm-hmm. but if that pretty video doesn't make your cash register ring, I don't care how yeah. pretty it is. I'd rather, yeah. I'd rather have a video that tells your story and get your phone to ring and looks 80% as pretty as the next guy who says, Oh, that's cool. And then they go, and they watch on the Facebook and they, Oh, they go yeah. on their way with this. Oh my God, I need that product. That's the video I'm, I, we want to make. And again, it's all about helping businesses grow and make more money and adding the value. Yeah, yeah, yep. So, what are you enjoying? The, well, you're you're, in, you're a year in this particular mm-hmm. uh, almost a year yeah. revolution yeah. <laughs> evolution of your of your practice. What are you enjoying the most, and, and what do you feel like you, you need more of, and, and we'll be putting more attention toward for the next. 12, 18 months. Yeah. So what I'm enjoying the most is honestly just meeting all the people around this community. I mean, it's just been, 
it's just been a whirlwind. We know, I've, I know, you know probably a hundred more people than I did six months ago, and I love oh it. And we're walking around downtown Woodstock, and it's like, you know, I had a meeting yesterday at Copper Coin, which mm-hmm. everybody does. I think mm-hmm. Miranda was there. Yeah, I saw uh, you. I saw. Yeah. I'm, I'm there Wednesday. Yeah. I had, hey, guys. Yeah, I had two. I had a meeting at nine and a meeting at 10. So that's, nice. those were two people. Yep. And while I was there in that two hours, I said hi and shook hands with, I think, 12 people. Yep. And everybody wow. is, everybody yep. knows everybody. <clears throat> right. It's just been so fun getting to know everybody. And we're actually looking at, sorry, <clears throat> we're actually looking at um, a space in Woodstock. And oh, so, wow. cool. So, That's exciting. You, know, you saw us on the One Million Cups. That was a, a really cool thing that uh, Cherokee puts on. And mm-hmm. we put a few questions out there about, you know, one of the questions was, you know, do you guys think we need a, a brick and mortar space? And most people said no. And I kind of agree to a point, but yes. one thing we want to do, the other thing that we were trying to do is work with local universities and um, tech schools to let to get some internships for, uh, to do editing and cause that, that's becoming a big thing these days. And so obviously working out of our house is a little bit tricky to say, Hey, college kids come to my house and hang out for a while. That's just something weird about that. Yes. <laughs> so I feel like a space would be, um, and we'd, we'd kind of started having that conversation. And as we were headed to a meeting about that with, Somebody else, uh, my partner actually drove by a spot um, that said for lease. It just came up, and oh, it was wow. like oh, it's, it's literally the best location we could have even dreamed up. So Neat. we're like, it's again. I don't want to wait and say, oh man, I should I should have done that. I wish I would have mm-hmm. done that. It's like you know, yeah. Woodstock is happening now. Yes. So we got a meeting actually this afternoon about that. So we're hoping to um, make that happen. So I'm, that's the thing I'm most excited about is really planting our seed yeah. in, in downtown Woodstock. <clears throat> And being able to just, you know, help everybody we can help. And it's a cool facility. We've got a cool bus. we got a little mobile mm-hmm. studio we drive around. And it'll, it'll give us a place to park it and get our wives off our uh, <laughs> off our case for one for one thing. And, um, you know, like um, we're going to talk about golf carts later because, uh, you know, being down here, it's like and we want yes. a cool. Yeah, got to have you know, a cool. Have a, a got to trick it out with the logos have a, yeah, and everything. Have right? the, the mesmerized golf cart is going to be. You don't want to do a moped? I might do a moped. I mean, it's, uh, if it's cheaper than a, you want people to remember you, yeah, that's how that's you do uh, it. A, we'll, we'll have a whole fleet. We'll have the bus and the golf cart. There and the moped. you go. I depending like on, it. Depending on what you pay for your video, you get better transportation. So, um, but now that's what we're excited about right now is just you know planting that seed and just continuing to grow. We've got five or six pretty big proposals out there that everyone oh, you know, nice. we're really excited about, and it could keep us busy for two years without even trying anymore, which is great because we're going to keep trying. So um, we're excited about all that. And with friends like Brianna and and the environment that mm-hmm. we have here in, mm-hmm. in Cherokee, uh, just so pro-business, is the, mm-hmm. I yeah. guess, is the way that I would characterize it. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> got a lot of neat, neat things on the horizon. All right. Uh, before we wrap, let's yep. make sure that our listeners know how to get in touch with you, talk with you, someone on your, your team, uh, whatever points of contact or you feel like are appropriate. Yeah, so you can find us everywhere on the web and social at Mesmerize Media. Now, that is spelled wrong. Uh, it looks really cool with our logo, but sometimes just saying mm-hmm. it can't. It's, uh, <laughs> it's uh, Mesmer Eyes, like your eyeball. So it's M-E-S-M-E-R-E-Y-E-S media.com. Uh, is our website, and then you know Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that at Mesmerize Media, and we 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 had a whole session of you know when names we had five or six names in hmm. mind that started uh, we were we were hell bent on two of them, and they both started sounding like eye clinics after a minute. It's like all right, no, <laughs> oh, let's go back to the drawing board. And we can't mesmerize because yeah. we want to mesmerize our clients, and the eyes are the window to the soul. Yes, there's our cheesy uh, line there. So Mesmer Eyes Media. 
Fantastic. Well, keep up the good work. Congratulations on the momentum. Uh, and yes, uh, please come back. You know, keep us caught up from time Absolutely. to time. Let us know what's happening we'll in your we'll, world, man. We'll, we'll race our golf carts from your studio to my studio. Hey, we'll make a go. big thing. Of, we'll we'll do a live broadcast I'm, I'm and we'll video the whole yeah. event and we'll have fun. I love it. <laughs> I love it. All right. Until next time, this is Stone Payton for our guest today, Jared Adams and Brianna Johnson and everyone here at the Business Radio X studio saying we'll see you next time. 